plan for your life? Do you know where you want to go? Are you looking to be happier, healthier, and wealthier while having more fun every day? Meet our empowerment architect and goddess gardener, Cynthia Bryan, as she engages in energetic exchanges with success birds, bringing you research, innovations, strategies, and techniques to strengthen your life, business, and personal spaces. Be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and empowered. Lend us your ears right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. The party starts now. Welcome, Power Partners, to our informational playground that Star Style, Be the Star You Are. It's brought to the airways under the species of Be the Star You Are charity, and it's Wednesday, it's 4 p.m. Pacific, and that means we are coming to you live on the Voice America Network, the Empowerment Channel. And I am Cynthia Bryan, and I am so happy to be with you here today. The miracle moment for today brought to you by Be The Star You Are, bethestaryouare.org, is is from Jim Carrey, actually. I think everybody should get rich and famous and do everything they ever dreamed of so they can see that that is not the answer. And boy, I sure can agree with that. I don't envy all the people who are so rich and famous and, you know, plagued by by all the paparazzi and all the social media and all the ups and downs. Um, The people that I know who are rich and famous, it's very difficult for them and they, you know, need security and all that kind of stuff. It's really nice to be a normal person. So I hope that you can you can just enjoy yourself and be a normal person. Well, let me tell you what we're coming up with in the show today. Uh, we are going to talk about plants and animals. So in the plant world, botanists and taxonomists um, who name plants They also look to the realm of animals using zoographical Latin or Greek-based names for various genera and species. And sometimes the part of the plant will remind them of an animal, or sometimes it is the marketing department of a plant breeder that comes up with the fun. And often the names are humorous for a new cultivar. So we're going to walk through my garden, and I was really chuckling because I have a lot of plants that are named after animals, and that's probably no surprise because I am a big animal lover. In segment three, everyone tune in because we're going to talk about age and alcohol. And unfortunately, the two really don't mix. As we age, our bodies can't process alcohol as we may have done when we were you know, in our 20s or early 30s. Our ability to perceive the effects of booze diminish after 50, and our bodies dehydrate more quickly. And drinking more water doesn't actually help. So you'll learn what you need to do to stay sober, but still enjoy that drink whenever you want it. But right now, I wonder sometimes if we um, are being a Pollyanna because, uh, I don't know, I just want the world to be kinder. And I think about this all the time. It just seems every, I, I can hardly turn on the radio or news unless it is, you know, an upbeat show like this one without things just bringing you down. There's just so much negativity going on. And summertime reminds me so much of a a very, um, it's an old, but a very classic Disney film that you may have seen. And if you haven't, I'm sure it is available if you have Disney Plus, or you probably can get it on, um, you know, on DVD. I, that's what I did. I, the Parent Trap, and it was where British actress Haley Mills, she played the dual roles of twins, Sharon and Susan, and she was trying to reunite her divorced parents. And she sang this catchy song, you know, let's get together, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just thought it was just so cute. And I, I often sing that song in the shower um, when the world seems to be in turmoil. And I'm actually finding myself singing it a lot 
more these days because I really want us to get together. But somehow people have forgotten how to be kind. And I hope that you had a mom who told you this. I know my mom, and so I remember this all the time, where she would advise us, if you can't say something kind and nice about someone, don't say anything at all. So it really is hard for me to understand the nasty vitriol that consumes our politics today, dividing families and friends and creating foes between people who used to be friendly. So, you know, it doesn't really matter. I mean, our belief systems are important to ourselves. However, I, I am not one of these people that think that we need to put them on to somebody else, except for I do believe that we should all be kind. Now, if you haven't tuned in to this show very often, we always try to keep it upbeat, positive, and kind and while we're bringing you some information, entertainment, and, um, you know, garden advice and all of that. And then on Sundays, our Express Yourself Teen Radio, where teens talk and the world listens. It is uncensored, unedited. It's discussions that are hosted by our amazing Be The Star You Are young people. And we showcase some fascinating guests from around the globe. It broadcasts 3 p.m. Pacific on Sundays. Um, and both programs are coming to you on the Voice America Network. So once you find this empowerment channel, then you, you know, you're good to go. So it is our goal at Be The Star You Are to encourage and empower you to be your best selves and get together. Because, um, you know, when we get together, life is just so much more fun. And that's really important because um, kindness being being kind and being um, united is important. Now, my kindness coordinator, who is a volunteer with Be The Star You Are, she has been on the show before. Her name is Karen Kitchell. She actually wrote two chapters in the book, Be The Star You Are, Millennials to Boomers, Celebrating Gifts of Positive Voices in a Changing Digital World. And uh, she also serves meals to the homeless. Uh, she's a volunteer teacher, writer, job coach, and mentor. And she wrote um, this, gave some ideas about how we can have a summer of kindness. And, you know, what better way to end your summer day than knowing you scattered a bit of kindness? So here are a few ideas. You can make handmade greeting cards for sick kids. And if you want to go to a website where uh, you can send these cards, just go to cardsforhospitalizedkids.com. Another thing is you could decorate a paper bag and add an item or two each time you shop to donate to a local food bank. And then find a shelter near you. FeedingAmerica.org is a good one, and you can uh, just forward slash to food bank, and you will be able to find something near you. I have a girlfriend in Los Angeles that every single Sunday, she makes 12 um, unique lunch bags. She fills them with all fresh goodies, and she delivers them to a uh, food bank to give out to uh, the hungry. And she does this every single Sunday. Another thing is plant a small tree and then plan to visit it when it's fully grown. And maybe you're fully grown too. You could bring a used book to a little free library. If you, I, I like to hold on to my books, but if you have books that you no longer are reading or no longer need, don't toss them in the trash. Yet there are so many people that want books. So you, there is a, a website called littlefreelibrary.org. Also, your local library will take used books because usually friends of the library have an annual, sometimes a semi-annual sale of books where they sell, you know, all kinds of books for very little money. And um, they are looking for your book. So if you have something that is in good shape, consider taking it to the library. Another thing 
to be kind is leave a thank you note in your mailbox addressed to your mail carrier. Or if you get your mail delivered to your door, maybe leave a little note for, for him or her. Uh, take treats to your local fire station. I have so many members of my family are in the fire departments, in uh, different fire departments, and they always tell me how much they appreciate when people drop off, you know, goodies for them. The other thing is, you know, just smile at somebody when you are walking down the street. Smile at people. Say hello to people. You don't know how much it can make their day. Every little thing that we do does make a difference. And then keep a kindness journal to remember all the wonderful things that you did. And then, most of all, be kind to yourself because it's so important that, um, that we are kind to ourselves. We have to do that first. And then speaking of books, I just want to say if you are looking for great books for your kids to read this summer, but you're not really sure what books that you want to either get at library or go buy, visit our book review site where our youth volunteers read books and write firsthand reviews, what they like and what they don't like. And they're very honest, uh, straight up. So it is peer readers doing this. And it's a really great resource for youth and parents and teachers and guardians and anyone who wants to encourage reading for children and teens. You can find this um, uh, these, this book review site, and it's divided into children, preteen, teen, and adult. So there are adult books there, too. Go to btsya.com forward slash book reviews. So you'll see it. Or just all you have to do is go to btsya.com, and you'll see book reviews right there. Just click on that. There's a pull-down menu. And you will be able to find all of the different uh, books that our teams have reviewed. And I, I really think that you will find them incre incredibly helpful, especially, especially helpful when um, somebody doesn't like a book, especially a popular book that's out there. And this way you can get several different reviews. Uh, we don't just list, we don't just have the kids um, do one review. In other words, if we have five kids that want to review a book, we will upload all five reviews from five different reviewers of the same book. So we don't limit it to one person per book. That gives you a better opportunity to get a different perspective from teens. So I like that idea of what teens like and what teens uh, don't like. So uh, that's it for this segment. I just want to encourage you to be kind despite what's going on. Try to get along. Uh, always look at the other person's point of view. And do remember that not everybody's having a good day every day. You know, it, the times are challenging right now. We're facing so many different challenges that it's, uh, it's probably hard to be positive and upbeat. But we have a choice. And I will always choose kindness, and we can always choose to be kind. So please, please consider that, okay? Sounds like a plan. When we come back from break, we're going to go into the garden, and we're going to talk about animal plants. And then maybe you can identify the animal plants in your garden. You're listening to Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. I will be back with my boots on. Stay with me. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Get autographed copies of New York Times bestselling author Cynthia Bryan's books at www.starstyleradio.com. Get inspired and motivated to be your best self with Be The Star You Are, 99 Gifts, and Be The Star You Are for Teens. Buy cases at a deep discount to give away as gifts and premiums. Visit www.starstyleradio.com or call 925-377-STAR. 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 
Are you seeking a Dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world, lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR, 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 and visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan, www.cynthiabryan.com. Are you a teenager with lots to say, but no one to talk to? Let your creativity explode and your voice be heard on the radio program, Express Yourself, a show by teens, for teens, and about teens. No topic is off limits as you connect with teens with attitude. Check out Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel. And join our global community where teens talk and the world listens. www.btsya.com. You can express yourself. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is calling out. So this segment is definitely a favorite of mine because anything that has to do with the garden, I just love it. Uh, as you know, that I am referred to as the goddess gardener, and I take it seriously. I think everyone is a god and goddess in their own garden, and we can just have some fun with that. Well, Emmanuel Kant had this great um, quote that he said, we can judge the heart of a man by his treatment of animals. And my family has enjoyed an infinity for the animal kingdom for as long as I can remember. I have always had a barnyard filled with animals, grew up on a farm, always had wild animals that I played with, um, <laughs> would, you know, would nurse animals back to health after, you know, they were injured, bottle fed, they were, you know, bummer lambs or even baby rabbits, all of that. And I, I love creatures so much that we even named our pets very often for an animal of another species that maybe they resembled or reminded us of. I mean, we've had dogs named bear and wolf. We've had cats named panther and tiger. And we even had a horse named spider, although he didn't look anything like, a, a, you know, an arachnid or a spider. But I don't know. The, it, when the kids name things, that's what they name them. They named them after other animals. But interestingly enough, in the plant world, botanists who name plants also look to the realm of animals using zoographical Latin or Greek-based names for the various genera and species. And uh, just like me, sometimes a part of the plant might remind them of that animal, or sometimes it's the marketing department, as I said at the top of the hour, of the plant breeder that, you know, comes up with a name. And some of them can actually be very humorous. I have something growing in my garden right now that's called goat's beard. Um, it's also called salsify. But it's so interesting because it has this pretty purple flower. But when the, per when the flower is done, it turns to this fluffy beard, and that's why it was called goat's beard. So I, and you can probably see some pictures of this at my website, CynthiaBryan.com. But I was walking through my garden, and I couldn't help giggling at the numerous animals that are actually growing in my landscape. I have trees and flowers and wildflowers and even weeds that bear the names of creatures. So if you are looking for an amusing gardening endeavor, possibly to do with kids, you know, this fall or, or just for yourself, you want to plant an animal garden. So if you're working with kids, discuss their favorite critters and then 
research specimens that are going to fit the bill because you want to list um, you want to edit your list grouping plants together that are going to demand the same soil, the same watering needs, and whether they are sun lovers, shade lovers. So you, whether you're putting them in a pot or a larger area, you don't want to put shade loving, you know, with the sun loving, and you don't want to put uh, plants that require little to no water with ones that need daily water. So in other words, you really have to know what the conditions that the plant is. So do your research on that. And you can mix annuals and perennials so that you can have this ongoing animal parade that will last throughout the year. Just that's what I have. And it's a really fun um, project. So you can also uh, engage in a creative crop project you could make some name tags for each plant you know uh, kids love using popsicle sticks they're kind of a traditional favorite I actually like using them too and then I use a, um, a magic marker you know a, one that's not going to erase um, and put the name of the plant and put it right next to it and that makes it kind of uh, you know when you walk by you can remember what is it what kind of dog is that <laughs> So uh, I was saying that it's better to wait till fall. You could plant it now that it's summer, but summer is just so hot and dry. It's a difficult time to plant. I mean, think about what's going on in Europe right now. Yesterday, Great Britain had its hottest day ever recorded at 105 degrees. I know that when I was there in was it 2019? It got to over 100, and that was really crazy. But um, so it was 105. So, you know, people are melting. It's not a good time to plant when it's so hot out because you're just going to need a lot of water and it's really hard to keep up with. However, fall isn't too far away. So I advise you to wait for those cooler days of autumn. And then start digging your new garden. And I mean, obviously, if you want a few specimens right now, put them in containers and you can let that animal party begin. But just make sure you keep them watered. And again, make sure to follow directions on all the plant tags. Um, and if you're in a container, whether you're planting now or anytime, you want to water frequently as containers lose moisture quickly, much quicker because it goes out the bottom. So I'm going to give you some uh, names of different plants. And this is just a partial list of the excitement that you can have with animal plants. But listen carefully because it, see if there you find animals that you like or ones that, you know, freak you out. But And there's obviously more. So here are some of them that I actually have most of these in my garden. Lamb's quarter, oh, and some are weeds, some are trees, some are perennials, some are annuals. Lamb's quarter, cat's ear, chickweed, coyote bush, buzzard breath. Don't you love that one? I actually don't have buzzard breath. Duck salad, cockleburr, fleabane, henbit, goosefoot, turkey mullen, horseweed, pig weed, prickly ox tongue, goose grass, foxtails, cattails, swine crest, bird's eye pearl wart, goose foot, fat hen, dogwood, elephant ears, catnip, deer weed, wolf's bane, dog bane, foxglove, hen bane, horse chestnut, Oh, and I have to tell you, the horse chestnut is a gorgeous, gorgeous tree. It comes in either pink or white, and it has big chestnuts, but they really are only edible by horses or deer. They're actually toxic to humans, so don't, even though they look just like a regular chestnut, you can't eat them. Leopard's bane, bee balm, monkey grass, donkey tail, butterfly bush, locust tree, Coxcomb, gopher plant, hen and chicks, pussy willow, skunk plant, snake plant, starfish flower, 
zebra plant, lamb's ears, bear's britches. And the bear's britches, just so you know, is actually the acanthus, which is the, the same. Um, it, it, acanthus is actually a design that is on the top of capitals of the Greeks. So and I love that. I love this plant. Trout lily, pig squeak. Pig squeak is also known as Virginia, and sometimes it is called elephant ears, but the actual name for it is pig squeak. Cardinal flower, deer fern, deer tongue, dragon lily, snapdragon, catchfly, foxtrot, <laughs> horsetail, lion's tail, lobster claws, mouse plant, oxide daisy, panda, wild ginger, pig butt, <laughs> rabbit's foot fern, porcupine agave, tick seed, toad lily, worm wood, cranes bill geranium, lion's ear, turtle head, spider plant, crab grass, scorpion's tail, flamingo flower, kangaroo paw, bunny tails, partridge berry, butterfly weed, fishtail palm, zebra grass, spiderwort, squirrel cup, wake robin, dinosaur tree, and hedgehog echinacea. Now these are only a few of the many, many plants, trees, wildflowers, and weeds that are named after animals. But isn't that fun? I thought that was just so much fun that there's so many of them. Now I do have a few um, mid-month gardening tips that hopefully you will enjoy. So uh, first is, you know, the weather is really lovely. So spread a blanket on the lawn and look towards the heavens to see animal shapes in the clouds. And if you have kids or grandkids, this is really a favorite, um, a, a favorite thing to do. I know when my kids were young, we used to just lay out and, you know, try to see all the different animals and different shapes, you know, a lot of dinosaurs and that kind of thing that would be in the clouds. Very fun. Dry herbs by hanging bunches upside down in a dry place, like a garage or a shed. You can dry lavender, sage, thyme, rosemary, oregano, and then you can store the dried leaves in a jar. Now, if you want, if you want to like uh, break up the sage, the thyme, the oregano, even the rosemary and lavender. Uh, you could put them in a blender or a Cuisinart and then just, you know, blend them up so that you have a fine herb base and put them in jars, mark them, and you'll have your herbs throughout the year that you'll be able to use. And they'll smell fabulous and the flavors that they will add to your cuisine will be so much better than anything that you can buy in the store. So you'll really enjoy this. Now, I have a, um, a hack that is really good to get rid of weeds. So douse weeds with a concoction of white vinegar and liquid dish soap. I also add a little bit of salt to it. So to a gallon of vinegar, you add a capful of dish soap and then, you know, put shake it up, put it in a spray bottle and then use it proactively. Now, just to be careful, if you use just regular white vinegar, that is, you know, that is good for simple weeds. However, if you have a lot of weeds like in your driveway or on a hillside or just a lot of really a big a bunch of weeds if you have poison oak or blackberries or poison ivy or something like that then i suggest that you would go to the hardware store and you buy 30 percent vinegar it's a different vinegar than just the white vinegar that you would use for cooking it is uh it's really a potent potent weed killer but so be very careful though if you do do this um, I have a lot of weeds all the time so I put it in a spray you know one of those five gallon spray um, you know canisters and then I go out and I spray so 
you can, um, you'll really get rid of everything. They oh, do it on a hot day. Forgot to tell you that. If you do it on a hot day, they'll die immediately. But make sure you don't get the spray on anything else because anything that it touches, I'm talking about a plant, it will die. Now, it's time to gather the seeds of fennel and cilantro after the flowers are spent. Fennel and cilantro tend to bolt. Bolt means they, you know, they just shoot up really fast. And you can dry the seeds on a cooking sheet. You can just put them on a sheet like on the counter. You don't have to put them in the oven. Cilantro seeds are actually called coriander. And a lot of people don't know that. But they have a totally different flavor than cilantro. So even if you're not a cilantro lover, you might really enjoy coriander. Um, and the texture to both there, you know, you can make them into sweet and savory recipes. So again, um, I like to, I gather the seeds and then I dry them and then I shake them to get any of the stalks or anything out. But again, anything you grow is going to be better. And then if you want to dry flowers, like right now, Hydrangeas have been just spectacular this year. Everybody that's growing hydrangeas, I think, has been really happy about how beautiful they are. And many people like to have them, you know, last a lot longer. Well, they make great bouquets. And if you cut the stems, put them in water with a little bit of Clorox, they'll, you'll have a beautiful bouquet in water that'll last maybe three weeks. But if you want them to be dried, what you want to do is... Cut the stems, take off all the leaves, um, put a rubber band or some twine around them, hang them upside down in a dark, cool place, like maybe your garage, a shed, but they need to be hung upside down. Otherwise, you won't get those big, full, you know, pom-poms. Now, preserve flat leaf parsley, basil, and chives. This is a different way to to preserve these herbs by freezing them in ice cube trays. All you have to do is uh, pick your parsley, your basil, your chives. Uh, you can chop them up, or again, if you want to put them in a blender, you can do that. Add water and put them in an ice cube tray and freeze. Then when you want a dash of flavor, just pop an ice cube out. And it is really, really good. I. I use this a lot, you know, because I tend to be quite busy uh, most of the time, but I am cooking every single night for my husband and I. So sometimes I just need to have that flavor and pop an ice cube. There you go. Now, if you like, um, if you like sweet potatoes, it is a warm weather crop. The soil has to be warmer than 60 degrees to plant it. And you could plant plant it now, um, which is a good way to do it. And then you will have a potassium-rich sweet potatoes uh, once they're you know once they're ripe, and you can store them for two weeks after harvesting. So that is a really good thing. Now uh, keep deadheading your perennials your annuals, and of course, your rose bushes as the blooms fade to keep them coming all the way through frost. I am pruning my roses about every two days. I mean, I walk through my animal garden and I see which roses are spent. And then I, you know, I, I deadhead them. I always have a five gallon bucket with me because my goats, my pigs, the ducks, the chickens, the bunnies, everybody loves roses. I think it kind of tastes like candy to them. And so um, I can keep, I try to bring them a five gallon bucket up all the time. Now, here's a really fun hack to grow some celery if you would like to do it. So if you buy celery at the store and it has a root on it, you can put the stub in a glass filled um, with water in a sunny location. And then when, when it has the transplant has rooted, then transplant the root to a container or to a garden. You can do the same thing with those uh, green onions and leeks. So, or even that lettuce that you buy that has a root. So if anything has a root, you can plant it. And uh, I think it'll grow for you. It grows for me. It's time to harvest your cucumbers. 
And you can make an easy, spicy summer snack as well as a soothing eye pack. So just peel, slice. Here's your snack. This isn't for your eyes. Peel, slice, add red onions, rice vinegar, and marinate it for an hour or two hours in the refrigerator. And you will have these crunchy, really, really good um, cucumber. They're not quite a pickle, but they're really good. And then if you have peeled them, save those peels to place on your eyes to eliminate your puffiness after you've been swimming. Now you can watch butterflies pollinate your flowers because they are fluttering from blossom to blossom now on Monarda and Lithonia and sunflowers and zinnias and butterfly bush and Cosmo and marigolds and thyme and oregano and marjoram. I have, I don't know, hundreds of butterflies in my garden and it's so exciting. I, I just love watching you know, the hummingbirds, the butterflies, the bees, all of that. You can extend your garden's production with a second season planting of beets, scallions, kohlrabi, chard, broccoli, lettuce, peas, and carrots. And you can do that now and then they will come up and uh, you'll have vegetables through the fall. And finally, um, you know, you toss a salad comprised of edible herbs and tender leaves and fruit from your garden. So you can, in a salad, you can have basil, sage, thyme, lovage, fennel, arugula, spinach, chives, chard, tarragon, kale, beet tops, lettuce, parsley, sorrel. Chop up some apples and plums uh, if you have any apricots or peaches. And then dress it with some lemon juice and olive oil and you will have a very tasty jolt of mineral rich nutrition. And just don't forget, if you are growing a pretty large vegetable garden, share your excess vegetables and fruit harvest with the neighborhood, your friends or family, or take any of the extras to the local food bank for those in need to savor, because they, the food banks would really, really love to have some fresh you know, fruit and vegetables. So think about it. Well, that's it for this segment. I hope you will take a jaunt through your garden and try to identify any plants with animal names. And then the question I have for you is, do you have any animals with plant names? Maybe daisy or sunflower? <laughs> You're listening to Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style, Be The Star You Are. We will be right back. So you stay with me for the business bite. Don't go away. Change your world, change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. All things, even what seems impossible, can be accomplished when you take a few important steps. First, visualize the prize. Identify a specific goal and imagine yourself achieving it in every detail. For example, if you want to be a professional speaker, see yourself speaking to thousands of people making a difference in their lives. Write down your visualizations and repeat them to yourself every day. And as you do, your belief and confidence will grow. And choose a role model. Inspirational role models demonstrate possibilities and provide an invaluable source for motivation, strength, and hope. Keep reminders of your goals and dreams close by. Put them on cards or put them on post-it notes, but put them where you're going to see them often. Maybe the refrigerator, the dashboard, mirrors, computers. And then pick yourself up after a setback. See mistakes as opportunities to learn and develop new strategies. Mistakes are inevitable, they're valuable, and they are essential for growth. And remember that you are the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. This is Cynthia Bryan for Star Style with another business bite. For more information, visit CynthiaBryan.com. That's CynthiaBryan.com. The annual cost of illiteracy to American taxpayers is over $225 billion. 
help increase literacy, reduce violence, and improve positive media messages by making a tax-deductible contribution to Be The Star You Are charity. A top-rated nonprofit, Be The Star You Are promotes positive role models, produces positive radio broadcasts, and donates positive books to empower women, families, and youth. Be a power partner and join our galaxy of stars. Visit our website at bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation using PayPal or send checks to P.O. Box 376, 376, Moraga, California, 94556. bethestarur.org. Dare to care. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is calling. Well, thank you for staying with me. Well, if you're having a drink right now, go ahead and enjoy. But we're going to talk about how aging and alcohol don't mix because research is showing that we process booze so much differently over time and it can make a huge, huge difference in your health. Um, from, From what the scientists are saying, it's around the age of 50 that these major biological processes start happening. So if you're under 50, go ahead and imbibe at the moment. I mean, still still be um, safe about it, you know, don't be too crazy. But um, after 50 or probably mid-40s, your body starts losing muscle. It starts gaining fat. It carries less water in your bloodstream. And because muscle holds more water than fat, This means that there's less water in an older body. So any alcohol that you consume isn't diluted to the degree it was, say, when, you know, you were in your 20s or early 30s and you went out with your friends and, you know, you would say, oh, I can drink you under the table. I never did that. I never drank then, but a lot of people did. But the result today is a higher blood alcohol content. The other thing is your stomach and your liver don't produce as much of the alcohol digesting enzyme that's called ADH, which leads to a higher blood alcohol content that's sustained longer, even if you're not drinking any more than you did when you were younger. And, you know, for women, women have a less ADH than men to start with, which is why they are less able than men to clear alcohol from their body. Now, our ability to perceive the effects of alcohol, they really start diminishing in our 40s and definitely after 50. We're just less able to sense whether our reflexes or our balance has been diminished. And then we don't gauge our sobriety as accurately. It's kind of like your eyesight, you know? You know how around, um, I don't know, it's usually, I think around 50s that people usually need to have um, eyeglasses to read. I mean, just over the counter, you know, cheapo ones. But you kind of wonder what's going on if you can't read, right? Well, it's the same way. It's your eyesight might fail, your hearing might fail, your perception might fail. But With alcohol, you really cannot sense that you're getting more intoxicated. You think that you're just fine, but you're not fine. So um, F. Cobb, he is the director of the National Institute on Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism. And what he says is that we perceive ourselves as having more tolerance than we really do. And that misperception increases the more intoxicated we become. So if, for example, if you have, go to a barbecue and you have uh, a fourth beer, it might seem like it's having little effect. 
the body doesn't pay attention to the signals the way it did in the first hour that you were drinking the first or second beer, which is why too many people, um, the older people, get behind the wheel after they have been drinking, you know, a couple of drinks instead of calling an Uber or a Lyft or just staying where they are. And then this is why you're seeing, you, you read more about older people, people getting DUIs. The other thing is that as you age, you actually get thirstier, more thirsty than you think. And y- your hangovers are going to be more severe. And that's partly because as you age, you're more dehydrated. It's a common condition of aging whether you're sober or not, you just dehydrate. So you really have to be drinking water all the time. And your sense of thirst, funnily enough, is really, you know, dulled and diluted as you age. You really are thirsty, but you don't feel like you're thirsty. And then alcohol pulls water from your body, as I said earlier, and that's why you get that cotton mouth and also you get that headache. So, you know, I I always wondered, well, would drinking more water, would that dilute the alcohol in your system? And the short answer is not really. It actually is just going to make you run to the bathroom a lot more. Uh, staying hydrated may help limit that surge that you would get in blood alcohol level. But the uh, physiology of aging is still going to prevail. And you're still going to get drunker um, if you have an extra drink. You know, like if you normal drink, if you normally drink two or three uh, drinks, whether it be beer, or wine, or cocktails, when you're in your 20s or 30s, now that would probably put you over the edge at mid 40s or over 50. So the old trick, because I know something that I do, because if I'm out in the garden on a really hot day, I really like to have a beer. Um, I only dark beer. I really like dark beer. I, that's the only one I'll drink. That it's, that started when I was living in Europe, and they had the really good, you know, micro brews. So I only want a good dark beer. But what I always try to drink is, um, if I'm going to drink something, I'm going to drink two big glasses of water for, you know, if I have a beer. And I always thought that would you know, be a good trick. You kind of alternate drinks with something non-alcoholic to help you pace yourself. But according to, um, to what was his name now, uh, Coob, um, that actually, it might help you pace yourself, but that system may indicate you're still planning on drinking too much in one session. And that would mean that you're going to risk harm to your liver. So, you're probably wondering right now, how much is too much? Well, the old standby maximum of 14 drinks per week for men and seven for women is still a solid guide. So that means men, two drinks in a day, woman, one drink in a day. And But drinking at levels beyond that really is going to accelerate some of the aging processes. Our brains normally start shrinking in middle age. And older people who drink too much show really a marked loss of volume in the frontal cortex. And that was from a 2018 study. Now, the frontal cortex, uh, you're probably wondering, that's the part that controls our executive function. So impulsive and compulsive behavior can be affected and it can lead to alcohol misuse. Um, And it's a vicious circle. So alcohol misuse can speed up aging and aging process leads to more alcohol abuse. So we have to be really careful. Um, Coop estimates there are over 200 medical conditions that are worsened by alcohol. And of course, some of the familiar ones uh, or obvious ones are liver disease. Um, Maybe not so obvious would be cancer, especially oral cancers, high blood pressure, immune system disorders, stroke risk, diabetes. And alcohol even contributes to wrinkles because it impairs your skin's antioxidant defense system. And, you know, none of us want wrinkles, right? So um, bottom line is that we have to be very careful about counting 
how many drinks that we do have. And maybe it, we should, you know, get a notebook or something and note, I mean, just take a week and note, you know, where, when, and why we are imbibing. And then try to find a middle ground. So that you, you're not, not drinking alone, but, you know, you're enjoying it when you go out with friends, if you, you know, if you are a drinker. And we don't want to give up drinking altogether, but we do want to wake up clear-headed uh, and be able to resist, you know, that third or fourth glass of wine or a cocktail from the night before. So I think it's a really good plan. Just remember that we dehydrate much quicker as we age and alcohol is going to help you dehydrate even more. Well, that's our show for today. I thank you for staying with me here on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Be with me every Wednesday, 4 to 5 p.m. And just uh, I appreciate being in your life. For more information about me or Star Style Productions or any of the books that I have written, please visit CynthiaBryan.com. And then really go to the website of the charities, BeTheStarYouAre.org. And again, if you want to get those book reviews, it's just BTSYA.com or .org. You will get there. My aim is always to encourage, inspire, inform, amuse, and motivate you. I want you to see beyond your physical being and know that you are already the star that you dreamed of becoming. Cherish the past and dream of the future. But mostly, we want you to celebrate every day of your life because all we have is this moment. And so it's so important to celebrate in the moment and to do do it every single day. And for us, until we celebrate again, just remember to always be kind and always be be uh, be yourself and be authentic. We have to be our unapologetically authentic self. So do remember that kindness will prevail. Love always wins. And smiles will keep us happy. So smile a lot. I'm Cynthia Bryan for Star Style. I thank you and encourage you to be the star you are. Have a wonderful week. Dream, create, inspire. Make a difference. And most of all, have fun and be kind. Thanks for joining me. Star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. You are the star. It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit StarStyleRadio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to BeTheStarYouAre.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic host and empowerment architect, Cynthia Bryan, every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are. you